Alrighty. <clears throat> Last week we had started off, uh, or we had, well, actually I think we was finishing up the one from previous last week, but anyhow, we got into the idea of renewing uh, our concept of happiness. And in that, we had talked about how that Thomas Jefferson had made the, the mention that all people have the right in the idea of being able to pursue happiness. And, uh, and we talked about how that was uh, very appropriate and the fact that he put out there that it was to pursue happiness because it's not a guarantee, because it's all going to depend on how you look at it. You know, right? Everybody can have happiness, but not all people will, uh, will have happiness. I don't know if that made sense, but uh, I think you get what I'm trying to drive at there. And we had, we had looked at a few things on why people uh, are not generally happy, and we'll discuss some more about that towards the end of this. But then we had ta- started talking or we had looked at, uh, in Deuteronomy chapter 30 and verse 20, uh, where Moses has, had pointed out to the children of Israel here uh, that happiness is only possible. And we had made reference to the fact of how a lot of people will chase after happiness. But rather than chasing after it, what, what was it that we had made mention of uh, last week, anybody remember upon you, uh, overtake you, or uh, somebody had a different translation rather than overtake. Uh, I think it was Barbara, but I can't remember what the translation was. What would you have? A company. Thank you very much. Um, and I, I really like that, that version of it. I appreciate her bringing that out um, last week. So it was that a happiness would accompany you along with you, you know, rather than you trying to chase after it, trying to chase after those things that, that, uh, that the world may, may tell you would bring happiness. And in these things, we had made reference to how that we need to remember that God will take care of our needs. Uh, and, and we'd referenced in Matthew chapter 6 and verses 24 through uh, 34, you know, God provides for all of his creation and you know, even the uh, the birds of the year I can't think of the way it's worded now but how that he takes care of the birds of the year and so if he would take care of them how much more would he take care of us and then over in Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 3 we had made reference to how that he also provides all of our um, spiritual blessings as well and all that we need in the spiritual life so uh, any thoughts or comments before we? Cause we talked about how that uh, the the blessings that come from following God, and in the fact that when we follow God, happiness will uh, will continue on with us, or accompany accompany us on our journey. All righty, seeing none, we will continue on. Like I said, in Deuteronomy chapter 28, uh, going all the way up through chapter, or verse 14, we have Moses pointing out here all the blessings that will come upon the children of Israel here 
as they continue to follow the Lord and follow all of his commandments. But in chapter 15, we kind of take a little bit of a turn here. It's almost like we, we looked at one side of the coin, and now we're going to go to the complete opposite. So in, chapter 15, or in, chapter, in verse 15 of chapter 28, can I get somebody to read? Well, just verse 15, I guess, would work out fine. All right. So he says that, like I said, in, in verse 1, he makes reference to, if you obey you know, all of my commandments, then these things will happen. Verse 15, it, like I said, it gives the complete opposite. If you do not obey the voice of the Lord, or observe all of his commandments, and it makes reference to what? What was it? Instead of a, a, a blessing, what is it? A curse. Um, and the interesting thing here is that it took him 14 verses to describe all these blessings. But then we look at the, the curses aspect of it, what happens when we, if they were not to obey or what have you for not to listen to or obey all of his commandments. You keep reading, it starts in verse 15, or actually in verse 16 here where it talks about the cursedness and goes all the way through the end of the chapter, which is verse 68. Uh, so, I mean, man, you start looking at that, and you're like, there's a big difference there. Just to kind of relate this back, when we think about how that happiness can come from obeying God, just as well as that can happen, disobeying God can bring unhappiness. So, with, but with this thought, as far as not obeying God uh, can bring unhappiness, it can be discouraging, can it? When we think about it in that aspect. Because what does Romans uh, 20, or 3, verse 23 say? There we go. For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So when we think about that, um, it can be discouraging. Because if we're not following God, we can be uh, cursed as far as the, these things go. So... When we think about it, and then flip over in Romans there in verse or chapter six, in the first couple of verses there, uh, we find it says, "What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Certainly not. How shall we, who died to sin, live any longer in it?" So when we think of these things and think about how that there is no way that we can live perfectly. So uh, there, there could be a curse out there for us as far as that aspect goes, right? Well, when we think about following God and we think about how that we can be blessed and be happy through him, we find something else that's interesting. Turn over to Deuteronomy chapter 21 and verses 22 and 23. If I can have someone... Read that. Deuteronomy 21, verses 22 and 23. So here we, we find uh, within part of the law, it says, if a man has committed a sin, deserving a death, you should uh, put him to death. And if you hang him on a, uh, and you hang him on a tree. And it's making reference to, to these things as far as you're, 
uh, when you hung on a tree, uh, you'd be cursed ultimately. But it's a man deserving of death. Now let's flip over to Galatians chapter 3. Galatians chapter 3 and verse 13. So what do we find here? Because we just talked about how that if we if we don't obey every commandment, we can be cursed, or you know these things uh, uh, that we don't like would happen upon us. And we know that in Romans chapter three and verse twenty three that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Christ redeemed us. Christ took that curse uh, from the tree. Not that he. We, we have sinned, therefore we are worthy of death. Um, and Christ has taken that uh, for us. He was the one that took our sins and was hung on that tree. And he's the one that took the curse of the law out of the way for us, nailing it to the cross. Like we made reference to in Romans chapter 6, that doesn't mean that we can just continue on in sin, but to still strive uh, uh, to live a, a well, to finish this up, so knowing these things, why do you think people look for happiness in all the wrong places? Why do people take to drugs or, or drinking, go and, and, and steal, and, uh, and why there might be so many divorces and that type?